Yeah, everybody, it's November 5th. What do you think about that? And this is episode 368. And uh, feeling pretty good. It's Thursday. Uh, Belinda's not here. This was a solo episode. Got some book recommendations for you. Uh, everything is going to be all right. So let's get on with it. What do you think? Now? Oh, hello. <laughs> I'm on. Welcome aboard, everybody. It's me, Jake. Belinda is having a beach day. I was down at the beach earlier. It's a bit nicer than it is right now, I have to say. She's blown it a bit. Um, she's blown it a bit because she was. Um, <clears throat> she didn't go down earlier. I went down earlier. It was nice. It's not so nice right now. It's a little bit overcast. The water was a bit cold, but I was about 25 feet away from a seal in the water. Keys, pants off, dance off. Welcome aboard. Um, yeah, so I was about 25 feet away from a seal, so that was nice, swimming with some of nature. Amy, hello, greetings to you in Detroit. Good day, Don. Uh, Bob, happy happy First Friday. Yes, welcome aboard. First Friday, a.k.a. Thursday, as we sometimes call it. Keith, greetings to Florida. Oh, happy First Friday, David. Yes, Carol, hello, Jen. Jen's here on Muscle Relaxers, plural. Nice. Um, I have to say, I almost feel like I could go for a muscle relaxer right now. Um, what day is it even, Clinton? It's First Friday, otherwise known as Thursday. Sometimes the rest of the world can be a little confusing. Uh, and that's why I've got to explain myself to everybody who's here. Sharon, welcome aboard. Rich, is it Election Day again? I don't think so, is it? Is it still Election Day? I guess so. I haven't really... I've, tr- I've been trying not to pay too much attention to all of that because... Uh, Oh my god, my little orange brain hurts from all of the paying attention and counting and the behaviors of people. Joan, hello, pick, (laughs) happy countdown day two. Yeah, well, we're going to figure it out. I suggest you pay less attention to the election and more attention to the shit that you've got to do. Brad, S-H-I-T, Sure happy it's Thursday. <laughs> oh, you got tomorrow off, so it is Friday for you, Brad. Welcome aboard. They say a broken clock is is right twice a day, but when you go uh, when you when you go for two Fridays a week, you're right uh, two out of seven times. That's that's less than twice a day, isn't it? Um, all right, yeah, it's election week. We're enjoying it. We're enjoying it. Um, Belinda's not here. Uh, Mr. Predicto, I just thought I'd ask Mr. Predicto a question, but I don't think it's... I'm a little tired of people predictoing right now. So I'm going to put Mr. Predicto off to the side. Um, Can't keep it straight, Rich. Uh, Are you supposed to keep counting or stop counting? Um, I don't... Don't stop stop believing. So keep counting. I think we're supposed to keep counting, but... uh, had to calm your d- daughter down, Joan. Yeah, our daughter has been a little bit. She she goes in a room for uh, online school and then comes out, and she's been online vote tabulating, or she's been doing some stuff in there too. Uh, Uma and Keys have painted the house with mayonnaise. Yeah, well, that's one solution. Fight the power, Keys. Fight the power. Paint the house with mayonnaise. Paint the house. Paint the dog with mayonnaise. That's a good. That's a good night. You. It's hard to keep up. I think if you go to paint a dog with mayonnaise. You're going to be playing catch-up because that dog's going to be trying to get that mayonnaise, eat it up as fast as you can put it on. Laura reporting from Georgia. Um, 
in the week from Lafayette, Louisiana. Wow, you're in Lafayette. That's got some good Zydeco music in Lafayette, I have to say. I've had a good time. I've had a good time in Lafayette before. Hello, Julie, you're at work. A rare lull right now. You don't have to spay a dog or wipe it with mayonnaise or anything. Uh, Flavia, welcome aboard. Clinton, there should be a John King Predicto ball that says all the scenarios possible, which uh, to him is infinite. Oh, man, if I had that map that you could just keep touching and go, well, what if this happened? Or what if... Um, what if I had actually married Scarlett Johansson instead of Lady Belinda? What would happen then? We would, neither one of us, we would have to change the spelling of our names, but we'd still be okay, but we wouldn't have an awesome daughter. I think I'm doing all right. Happy First Friday, Rachel. Um, Sally, yes, welcome aboard. So I thought today I would tell you about, I've been doing some reading, and when I say reading, sometimes I don't mean reading, I mean listening to people read things to me. I'm, I'm into the audiobooks, and I found out... Uh, the library has audiobooks. I went to lunch with my manager because I wanted to still be in show business. And I have to admit, I, I did have some wine with lunch because why the hell not? And she always buys. So you gotta, you gotta hit the bar a little bit, even though you can't really hit the bar, but from the parking spot, just off the sidewalk in front of the restaurant, I ordered a glass of wine. I'm living the dream. And uh, so I'm, Plus, I've been in the ocean today, so I'm a bit tired. But I wanted to tell you about a, the books that I've been listening to. Jen, anyone remember Buckwheat Zydeco? Are you kidding me? I can't. I've seen Je Buckwheat Zydeco many times at Jazz Fest. I've seen him at the uh, whatever it is the music project that Paul Allen built in Seattle. I've seen Buckwheat up there. Uh, I think I may have seen him somewhere else. Yeah, Buckwheat Zydeco is great. He just passed away a few years ago. Uh, rest in peace, Buckwheat. Um, You'd be staying in Lafayette three days per week through the end of the year. Any restaurant recommendations? Oh, I can't recommend any restaurants right now, but uh, there's a musician down there, C.C. Adcock. He's he's great, so if you can see him with any kind of band, go see C.C. He's terrific. I don't know if you can see music right now. Um, but there's also great Zydeco music. Look up Zydeco. You do some Googling, Laura. Look up some... Best Zydeco in Lafayette, and go out and check that out if if it's possible. Pick you were out in the woods today. Not a vote counter in sight. Did you see any bears? Today's the teddy. Bear, today's the day the teddy bears have their picnic. Don't go out in the woods today. Uh, wine with lunch <laughs> is where it's at these days. Yeah, Flavia. Um, I feel like if we don't get a break from this coronavirus, um, twenty twenty is going to be wine with breakfast. Uh, <laughs> and you know what they say. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Words to live by. Um, you've seen Buckwheat, Dave. Yeah, he's terrific. Crazy shows. Well, the Zydeco, I mean, that's a music that's started to get people dancing. It's that Zydeco music is music that is made for you to dance to. So all those shows, they're trying to stir you up. Did I wait a half hour before my after my wine before swimming? No, uh, Todd, I swam before wine. Swimming first, wine later. Tomorrow I'm going to take my flippers down. You had your honeymoon in New Orleans, Ed. Yeah, well, it's a great place for a honeymoon. It's a great place to uh, cheat on your spouse. It's a great place to meet your new wife. It's a great place to take your shirt off and dance on top of the bar because no one's going to stop you for doing that. from doing that. Started watching Decline of Western Civilization series, Keys. Uh, First one is about California punk. Yeah, I knew that. Um, 
part of a bunk. Okay, so the band took selfies with a dead lady after the show. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think I got to see that movie. You're really painting a great picture of it. I swam with a seal in the wild. How awesome! Yes, I did. It was awesome. Um, seals can swim three times faster than an Olympic swimmer. Well, we didn't have a contest, Brad. The seal was just kind of looping around and checking out people. There were quite a few surfers in the water too. Um, Stephanie, I didn't shout out, but let me shout out to you. Stephanie, shout out to Stephanie. Sorry about your computer freezing. Um, Belinda is currently at the beach with her friends. Um, and not all of them, because I'm here, but uh, but some of them. <laughs> Julie, rumming your breakfast sometimes on a day off. How very piratey. Yo, ho, ho to you. Um, Jen, you have no idea where you are right now. Well, I assume you're in your house and you're in front of, in front of your phone or your computer or something, and uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Set, set an alarm for 24 hours from now, and uh, I'll be right here to talk you to bring you back down. Wow, Rich, you swam with whale sharks in the Philippines. That must have been beautiful. Uh, uh, I have been down to Cabo, Dave, and uh, I've been there a few times. Belinda and I stayed down there at the Cabo Surf Beach Hotel. I don't have the hat in here because I think Belinda's reappropriated it. Which is faster, a seal or an otter, Keys is asking. I think it's a seal, but I'm not positive. I'm not positive. Uh, some There's some questions about Sasquatch. I don't know much about that. <laughs> Julie says, uh, Jen says, uh, asking Julie if she's got, she says she has rum. Should she put some coffee to ramp up the pain relief with the muscle relaxers? Yeah, I don't think you want to mix alcohol with the muscle relaxers, but that's conventional wisdom, and we're way past conventional wisdom right now. Um, but if you're going to do that, get a spotter, Jen. You need a spot. If you're putting, if you're mixing alcohol with painkillers, you've got to have a spotter. Um, so the books that I've been reading, audio book reading. So one of the things that I like, and I have said so a couple of times, but that's the wine sewing. Um, Belinda's been subscribing us to the New York Times for a while. I love to get the uh, the uh, book reviews, Sunday Sunday Times, New York Times book review, and and then I'm reading, and there's a mystery book that has just come out by this author, and this is her 16th in the series, and I found that the first one came out in like 2004, so she's been writing a book a year for 16 years, and the author's name is Louise Penny. Um, she's a Canadian, and uh, she writes these uh, mysteries about Inspector Gamache, I think. He's got a Frenchy name, and he's from Montreal, but the, but the mystery, at least the first year, takes place in this town called uh, Twin Pines. And it's this small Canadian town, and there's been a murder, and he's there, and he's very patient, and he takes his time, and he's thoughtful, and he's nice to people, and they're sort of jerks, but it's a small town, and uh, I listened to this audio book, the first, uh, the first in the in the series. Um, uh, I wish I could remember now. It's called Still Life, and I really recommend it. So uh, the other book that I recommended, that um, time travel book, uh, Replay by Ken Grimwood, that that was a guy book, and this is not a girl book, um, but it's written by a female author, and the sensibility of it is is just I mean it's a murder mystery but it's it's just a very gentle thoughtful murder mystery and there's a art element and and I just found it 
very relaxing and uh, I hate to say sublime, but I it was sublime. There's something that happens at the beginning that you kind of get resolved later on uh, in addition to the murder and I, it just was really nice. So I can, re I, I can recommend that. Still Life by Louise Penny and uh, I'm going to check out the other, the next in the series audiobook of hers by that about the same detective um, from the library. You can check out the audiobooks from the library on the app on your phone. Uh, <laughs> hello. Knock, knock. Old people. Uh, yeah, the library's on your phone now, and you can listen to audiobooks from the library, and it's free. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to listen to the next one. I, as I got it listening to the first one, I thought, well, I'm finding out about this. I'm very sophisticated. I'm doing something the New York Times told me to do. And then by the end of it, I was like, that was really nice. It was like the whole time I was listening to it, I felt like I was on a, a very pleasant vacation. And at the same time, I was involved in a murder. Uh, so highly recommend that. And the other book that I'm just finishing up, also audiobook, is by Cl Chuck Klosterman. And it's called What If We're Wrong? And it's very interesting. He's a music critic, and he t starts off talking about opinions about music and top ten lists, and he kind of segues into science. And this is a question that I've asked uh, uh, one of my friends who's a neurologist over at UCLA, a legit scientist, and I talk to him all the time about... Uh, you know, climate change models are just models. They're mathematical, and I can't ever talk talk to Belinda about this, but, you know, how how accurate, how sure can we be of these mathematical predictions that we're making about the consequences of what we're doing? And certainly what we're doing is going to be bad. There's going to be bad consequences, but, but the magnitude or the specificity of those consequences are odd. And so quest, that's one thing that I talk about with my science friend. And another one is what's talked about in this book, What If We're Wrong, is is kind of about what what will future human beings 100, 200, 500 years from now think about us? And are there, are there some things that we absolutely know are true now that, that we'll think are stupid later on? And it's an, it's an interesting premise. You know, for example, it took how many years? The guy who, the guy who told uh, doctors, surgeons that they should wash their hands before operating, that guy was almost ruined, laughed out of the room. And so is there anything like that that we believe now that we're just absolutely sure about? And uh, we are so positive that we're this close. Whoops, somebody called me on the phone. I hope that wasn't too glitchy. Um, we're so sure now that we're this close to knowing almost everything, but uh, but we don't. Anyway, this book, Chuck Klosterman, he's he's funny, and that's another book that I got from the library, but uh, I can recommend it. So there you go. Um, <laughs> all right, what's been happening in the chat here? Recommend anything by Paul F. Wilson. He's a repairman. His repairman Jack series is terrific. I'll check that out. I'll check that out. Um, thank you, Bob. And Todd is asking, what did my agent say about gigs? Well, my agent for a while now has, has been saying, uh, you know, there's no gigs. The, and I, you know, the, the, the club in Chicago, for example, Zanies that I work, had been open with limited capacity, but now they're going to more limited capacity because of increased COVID numbers. And so... I think they're going to close until things get a little better. And so basically my agent said, look, everywhere around the country, 
is either closed or the capacity is so limited that it doesn't make economic sense for you to fly in. Plus, as I've mentioned before, I don't want anybody to show up at my show and get sick as much as I want to see you and you want to see me. We're just going to be cool right now. But my agent said even if you wanted to, you couldn't. And the only gigs that are really kind of available right now are the Zoom shows, which are arguably terrible, and the um, drive-in shows, which are kind of the same. What what you want is to be in a room with people where you're you're talking, you're hearing their response, and you can address people. I mean, we've got more intimate contact on this show than you'd have at a drive-in stand-up comedy show. So my my uh, agent, uh, which was actually my manager, but that's a whole other story about show business. Um, my manager says no gigs right now. Uh, <laughs> Jen, you're replying to yourself instead of keys. Well, give yourself a break, Jen. You're you're on jacked up on painkillers. Um, uh, <clears throat> so I'm just scrolling down here to see what what else. Back pain is the worst. God. So Keith is saying same thing in medicine. When they say practicing, they mean it. Treatments change all the time. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Dave is saying Funny Bone in Columbus is doing some shows. Seems like a horrible idea. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not ready to go do the shows, and I would caution people who want to attend the shows. I love the Funny Bone in Columbus and the the staff and the people who own the place, and especially their new bigger venue, which is kind of maybe a little bit too big for me. I think is the reason I haven't been back to Columbus in a while. But, uh, yeah, I, I, look, support comedians, support the entertainers and musicians that you love, and the, support your local bartenders, but, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know about going out right now. Oh, your back has never been that bad yet, Jen. Oh, I feel for you. I feel for you. So, where are we at? Um... Oh, God, Jen, you're getting help to move to bed. Yeah, love you, Jen. I hope you're feeling better. Um, take care of yourself. Maybe, Hopefully you feel better tomorrow. Um, Scott, welcome aboard. You've missed a bit of uh, book recommendations. I'm not going to repeat myself, but all of this is available in perpetuity throughout the universe on the Internet. Um, <laughs> Clinton's saying, I would not trust Ohio for sure. Well... Clinton used to live in Ohio, and I've been to Ohio a lot, but uh, Dave met you at the Funny Bone, remember? <laughs> well, I did have I did have a little bit of wine with lunch, Dave, so I've forgotten a lot of things, but I'm sure it'll come back to me tomorrow. Um, oh, Carol, you're buying your favorite band's t-shirts and CDs. Well, good for you. Brad says, once they open up after COVID-19 pandemic, I told a group of friends that uh, when you come to or near Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I'm taking them to see you. Oh, well, that's very sweet. That's very sweet. But now you're a COVID hotspot. Yeah, as your governor says, just wear a freaking mask. Well, wear a freaking mask. Stay home. I mean, today at this lunch place, usually this is a place that I walk by all the time and I, I'll see, you know, 10, 12 tables at lunchtime. And we were the only people having lunch today. I think around here, people are a little bit nervous or staying home for whatever reason. There were people walking on the sidewalk, but they boarded up businesses for, of course, the riots that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> support your local sheriff, James Garner. Is that a movie? Uh, I, it sounds like it. Uh, James Garner. I mean, look, the Rockford Files, come on. If I, maybe i got to watch some Rockford Files. That's some comfort TV right there. God, I love the Rockford Files. The way... <laughs> 
way he would just investigate. He was always getting punched. I mean, he was a good detective, but he was uh, bad. He was bad at getting punched all the time. Um, so you're working your way through the Queen's Gambit, Ed. Yeah, that's on our list. I think we may be starting that tonight. We're we're Belin and I are suckers for uh, what the, what the zeitgeist tells us to watch. But we've also had friends recommend the Queen's Gambit on Netflix, and we're working our way through um, Truth Seekers on Amazon. The show with Nick Frost and a little bit of Simon Pegg, not too much Simon Pegg. Uh, they sort of bill it as it's hey, the two of them are back, but it's a little Simon Pegg, mostly Nick Frost. But it's funny, and it's it's also it's it's kind of light and sweet, and in, in in these times, as I said with the Louise Penny books earlier, it's nice to have something. That that's not too emotionally intense, intense or aggressive or disturbing, and so Truth Seekers I like because it's kind of X Filesy type stories, and Malcolm McDowell is in it. So good night. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Um, so what happened here? Uh, Danny DeVito ran in Pennsylvania. He did not win and was not the Danny DeVito. Yeah, I bet. I don't think the Danny DeVito is running for office. He's a little bit smarter than that. Sasquatch versus Otter Keys. Look, obviously we're going to say in a home game, on a home game, the Otter's got a chance. You get the Sasquatch in the water, I think the Otter has a fighting chance. But that size differential, that's going to be the dominating factor in a land battle between a Sasquatch and an Otter. Now, the Otter gets the first blow in. If he can open up a major vein, maybe he can hang on long enough that the that the Sasquatch is going to bleed out. But uh, I like the Sasquatch on land, and I give the Otter a fighting chance in the water. But i got to say, it's still probably anybody's ballgame, uh, depending on this, the, the Sasquatch's water skills. Uh, all right, I'm glad I could answer that. These are these are my favorite uh, questions. Um, all right, where are we at? Bob is saying a friend of mine worked at a private club famous for celebrities. Asked him once who was the nicest guy, and he said without hesitation, James Garner. Well, Bob, thank you for that. I, I like to believe that, you know, this is the never meet your heroes because they can turn out to be having a bad day and they give you a bad feeling. I met Bill Murray one time and it was not pleasant and I still love Bill Murray but uh, it just I just caught him wrong and it wasn't so great but uh, I'm glad to hear that about James Garner rest in peace the streets of San Francisco great 70s show Carl Malden and Michael Douglas uh, yeah that one's a little more that one's a little more intense than I remember the Rockford Files being um, <laughs> now everybody has the Rockford Files theme song in their heads uh, yeah, I, the, the other thing about Jim Rockford is he would shave while he was driving. I, I always liked the idea of shaving, you know, driving. So you see ladies putting on their makeup, but James Rockford would be driving around sh- shaving with the electric razor in the car. Mm, love that. Love that. Yes, Brad, Angel was the, was his sort of sidekick or weird informant guy. Uh, Ed, my sister's in hospital in Indiana. My wife's sister's hospital just 10 miles away. Uh, both been above 100% capacity for two plus weeks. Wife's sister hospital is establishing uh, an overflow site nearby. Yeah, Ed, I've heard about these. These hospitals are hitting capacity. And my dad, who, of course, spends all of his time locked in their apartment in the assisted living case because he's worried in uh, North Carolina, where he is, that... Uh, by the way, they voted by mail, and uh, uh, just in case you're wondering if my parents voted, um, 
but he's worried that uh, if he has to go to the hospital, he's gonna he's gonna get uh, uh, what do they call it triaged to the back of the line because he's an 86 year old guy. He's overweight. Uh, he smoked for years, and he's they, they think they're just gonna go. Oh, this guy's gonna be out of here anyway in 10 years. Let's let's take care of the young guy. So yeah, these these uh, these are tricky. Rich says, I hear Epstein ran a nice club for celebrities. Rich. Ha, 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 ha. Um, Julie, I met my hero several times and you were great. Aw, Julie, you're sweet. You're sweet. Um, yeah, Flavia, Bill Murray, the Bill Murray thing, I'm, I'm not trying to spread bad, bad about Bill Murray. We just, we hit, he, I, I was coming up to him because I was, it was this celebrity golf thing and I was one of the host people and he thought I was just some rando who was walking up to him to bug him. And he was he was in the middle of something being funny for the gallery. And I, it was my job to be funny with people. Anyway, it was, I, yeah, it was just a little weird. My feelings got hurt. But I'm over it now. And I still love Bill Murray. So I'm sure he's relieved. <laughs> all right. All comedies for me now, Carol says. You've been watching David Letterman. Uh, Letterman and uh, my next guest needs no introduction. David and Dave Chappelle made you cry several times uh, with the mutual respect. Yeah, I've got to watch that one. I just started watching the other night, and then somebody came in from the grocery store. Somebody. Um, Lady Jerry came in from the grocery store, and I had to push pause because I don't think she's so interested in my next guest. But any mention of Lady Jerry reminds me that... The fart machine has not really gotten as much as it should have gotten today. Um, <laughs> Keith says, "Okay, Jen, find Bill Murray's address." I think Jen is off the show, but we're not we're not hassling Bill Murray right now. Uh, Mr. Predicto, should we should we write Miss Bill Murray a little note during the pandemic? I am confident it is no. Yeah, Mr. Predicto. Uh, backs up my initial idea. Let's not write Bill Murray during the pandemic. Uh, maybe after. All right, I'm going to pull a question out of the box. Um, what was the best TV sitcom ever? No bullshit. That is the question I just pulled out of the box. Best TV sitcom ever. Man, what, 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 I like to go back to those shows, man, I was just listening to something on TV where they were talking about Barney Miller, and I, well, I'm not saying that Barney Miller was the best sitcom ever, but it's one that I used to love watching when I was a kid, and the great thing about Barney Miller was, um, it was a TV drama, and it sort of pre, it was a precursor to uh, Hill Street Blues, we, Barney Miller was in New York, and Hill Street Blues was uh, obviously in Los Angeles, well not obviously, but it was in Los Angeles, Hill Street. And, uh, but the police, the, uh, and NYPD Blue also. So Barney Miller sort of looked like NYPD Blue, the, the inter, inside of the office. But in Barney Miller, they never left the office. They had a wide shot where you could see the whole room with the holding cell and Barney's office. And sometimes they would be in Barney's office and sometimes they'd be in a holding cell and sometimes they'd be out in the big room. But uh, that was it. <laughs> they would talk about being at home. I mean, maybe in the history of the show, I don't know how many years it ran, they left there every once in a while. But the whole show was in that one small set. It was kind of like All in the Family. They hardly ever left that living room. And I thought that was... Uh, I like the idea of a show like that, where the whole show, <laughs> like this show, <laughs> it takes place right here. The other day when I turned the camera around, people were surprised that there's more room on that side of the camera. And I would say... 
we're probably on this third of the room, and then there's the middle third, and the well, you know how thirds work. So uh, I do like a show like that. So I don't know if that's the best one or not. Um, recently started watching Cheers again. Um, yes, I used to love Mash. I used to love Mash, and uh, some Brad saying Gilligan's Island, um, Dick Van Dyke, the first Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, those those are those are pretty those are pretty great. Um, the early Dick Van Dyke show, highly recommend that. I wonder if Mash still holds up the same. Um, and that's a, that was a weird sort of a I don't know if I'd qualify it even as a sitcom, but it's kind of a comedy. Um, I know people who are kind of. I've got one particular friend who watches Cheers all the time. It's just a soothing thing to watch in the evening before he goes to bed. Bob says, I once told Milton Berle to go fuck himself. Another another less than glorious brush with greatness on my part. Bob, everybody's got a past, but that's... <laughs> yeah, someday I hope we meet in person, Bob, and you could tell me that story, because uh, that would be great. Or if I could figure out how to... I'd like to start to... I'd like to figure out how to do the Zoom live to the to the Facebook live. So, for example, I could Zoom Bob in. He could tell that story. We could all watch it together. But, man, I'd love to hear that. Um, Green Acres, great show. I've got the Green Acres episode guide somewhere. I don't know where it's gone. Ah, it'll turn up. It'll turn up. Um, Taxi, I also enjoyed Taxi. It was great. Um, all right. The Odd Couple. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, who's very grouchy, and we were talking about making a remake of The Odd Couple, and he goes, you know you're the sloppy one, right? I'm the sloppy one, as you can see. It didn't really hit me that I was going to be the Oscar character. I thought I was going to be Tony Randall, but nope. Barney Miller theme song is the first song, one of the first songs you learned on the bass, Christopher. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. That's not right. I'm not a good singer. Uh, uh, people are watching Don likes reruns of I Love Lucy. Yeah, those are probably still funny. Rich Seinfeld every night when he goes to bed. I believe that. Uh, Dave told Lyle Love to go up fuck himself. Wow. Uh, good, good. Good show today, everybody. Good show. Um, you may have to go to Seinfeld Office or Taxi. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Cheers for my cheer up show right now. Cheers. You want to go where everybody knows your name, and certainly that's one of the appeals of this show. <laughs> I know most of the people here. I see all the time. And shout out to all the new people that I've seen. Except a few new ones today, anyway. Um, so yeah, Ouija Zoom to Facebook is easy. I'm gonna look it up. Gomer Pyle, surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah, God, Jim Neighbors, funny. Um, Dobie Gillis, Scott, come on, that's not real. You're not really watching Dobie Gillis. Um, so this is our first Friday show. I feel like it went pretty well. Of course I miss Lady Jerry. And uh, I didn't get it into the uh, Free Government Cheese article that uh, Aunt Charlotte sent me. I'll have to read this. Maybe I'll have some highlights about Government Cheese tomorrow for Friday. Our happy half hour. Hopefully Belinda will be here. Uh, I think I've got hopes for that. I gave myself a haircut with a Floby too, prior to my whiny lunch. Anyway, today's Seize the Day is from Michael Jordan. Heard of him? So, he's a very famous and successful 
basketball players. Some say the best of all time. But then again, you got your Kobe, you got your LeBron. So, um, Michael Jordan, if you accept the expectations of others, especially negative ones, then you never will change the outcome. So, don't ex- don't accept the expectations of others, especially the negative ones. I think that I think that's a good one. That could be a motivational Monday. That Michael Jordan. It's not easy to to reject the expectations of others, but uh, it's it's a lot easier if you don't pay any attention to them in the first place. So I'll see you all in the water tomorrow. I'm going to go down and swim here at the beach sometime, probably between ten and noon. And um, take care of each other. Be nice to each other. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. And we'll all be together tomorrow. All right. Happy first Friday, everybody. There really will be plenty of time to give up later. All right. Happy first Friday. Uh, This is me uh, live at the end of me just slightly pre-recorded a little while ago. And uh, no matter when you're listening, I hope you're having a good day. And I hope uh, you're happy with your president. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. good though we had a pretty good flow of uh oh this episode are you kidding me we nailed it we nailed it (laughs) things flowed right from one thing into the next thing